You're listening to the She's on Her Toes podcast, episode nine. She's on Her Toes podcast is about getting ahead in the business of fitness. We'll take a real life look at what it takes to own and operate a boutique fitness studio, sharing what it's really like to run a business, you know, all the stuff they don't teach you in business school. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the She's on Her Toes podcast. I am Carolyn Hearn, and today I am joined by my two managers, Christina Chafka and Emily Gustafson. And we are so excited because today we have a special guest, David Phillips, our first guest of the podcast. And David is here. He is the founder and CEO of One Marketing, and he is here to talk to us about lead generation and Facebook ads, paid social media ads, and he does all of our studio's paid socials, so, and has created our lead generation, I guess at this point we can call it a machine, because (laughs) we're doing something right, getting a bunch of leads every single month, especially this month, which is why we're so excited to have David on to talk about what we're doing, so we'll get into that, but before we do, I just want to thank everyone for listening to the podcast. I mean, I've really been overwhelmed with the amount of listening and downloading going on, especially in the last week. It seems like y'all are referring the podcast to friends, so please keep it up. If you have any friends that you think would benefit from listening, go ahead and uh, send them the link. You can download and subscribe at Apple Podcasts and iTunes. And also remember to leave a review. Leaving reviews is super helpful. It helps uh, people find the podcast in the category that we're in, which is health and fitness. And uh, yeah, I mean, if you really like the content, then go ahead and let us know because it's really helpful to us. I mean, frankly, it just makes us feel good. So just give us a shout. Five stars. Uh, I mean, I guess if you hate it, just don't leave a review. (laughs) I'm just kidding. Um, Okay, so today's review is from WSBoss336, and this person says, So glad to have She's on Her Toes as a podcast. Definitely going to keep listening. Well, thank you. We hope you keep listening, too. And I think uh, this particular episode is really going to be useful and extremely actionable for anyone who owns a small business. If you don't own a small business, you might just find it fascinating and maybe wonder if that's how we found you. (laughs) So good times. All right. So to get going and set up today's uh, episode about lead generation and ad spending, what if there was a way to actually spend your advertising budget to bring guaranteed new leads into your business each and every day? Sound too good to be true? It's not. Paid social advertising is the most effective way that I've found to advertise both of my studios. But we aren't just placing ads, we're generating leads, there's a difference, and that's what we'll be talking about today with David how to use those ads to generate new leads for your fitness studios every month. That's what we're gonna be talking about today. And once you have the contact information of these people, you can keep reaching out to them until basically they tell you not to. Uh, So even if they don't buy right away, that doesn't mean that they're not gonna buy in the future. And when you think about paid social ads for your studio, think bigger. You want to generate leads 
and build your contact list. Building the list is extremely important because it's an asset to your business. You can always go back, you know, if you're not having a great month, shoot an email out to that list with some kind of promotion and maybe you'll, you know, get a little icing on the cake, if you will, by the end of the month, uh, increase your revenue. All right, so we're so excited today because we've got our first guest, David Phillips, founder and CEO of One Marketing, as I said before. David is the brains behind all of my studio's Facebook and Instagram ads. Welcome, David. David Phillips, I've been actually an entrepreneur um, 10 years and two days. That's awesome. It's crazy. Actually, I was talking to somebody on the phone, and I was like, yeah, I've been at this for... 10 years today. How about that? So, so you're an expert. Yeah. Malcolm yeah, Gladwell. Yeah, like, that's right. That's right. <laughs> 10,000 hour. You probably have more than 10,000 hours. It's probably a million more, yeah. yeah. I would not want to add those, add those up. Nice. Yeah, definitely. So, yeah, okay. so I've, um, I've had a marketing business helping pretty much exclusively small businesses since 2008. Um, I actually was a franchise owner to start. I bought a um, franchise called into a franchise called PR store at the time it was essentially a marketing agency in a box they had writers designers programmers all that so um, so we invested in that in June you know May 2008 and then in September 2008 the entire you know meltdown of the economic system in the United yeah. States happened um, one year to the day of that the franchise went out of business. So oh, man. Ugh. All the money that we invested yeah. um, just kind of became a, an expense, which, yeah. you know, was kind of crazy. But it's it's all learning. It's all part of the process. Mm-hmm. Um, I, you know, it's just, there's, again, a lot of things from processes to learning what to sign and what not to sign and just tons and tons of things. So, mm-hmm. um, so yeah, that kind of started me off on my journey. And then um, we obviously, because the whole model shifted in 2010, we changed the name to One Marketing, um, where we kind of started as just sort of a one-stop shop. And slowly but surely over the years, it's been, you know, services keep getting subtracted until it's really turned into all we do is help people with one thing, um, and that's generate leads for their business. Um, ultimately people would call me and say hey we want a new website and you talk to them for 15 minutes and they pretty much say yeah we just want our phone to ring we want email leads we want people to talk to so um, that's really in the last couple of years has has turned to Facebook ads management Google ads management landing pages funnels really just that focus on um, generating leads jet that more of a direct response um, strategy, I guess you would say. Yeah. I mean, that's really interesting that you kind of bring up the difference between what you were doing before kind of the one-stop shop and then now really just focusing on lead generation. Because if you think about it, like most company websites, most business websites don't, aren't, you know, set up to generate leads and they're incapable of doing so. So not like it's, you know, bad to have a website because you need one but your website isn't really functioning in that purpose. Yeah, and that's really one of the big pivot points for us is that I look at a lot of websites and 99.9% of them are what I would call info-only sites. Yes. Meaning, here's who we are, here's what we're all about, here's when, let's take Pure Bar, here's when you can take class, Mm -hmm. here's who's teaching, um, you know, here's about our story. It's us, us, us. And what we found is when you talk to people, hey, what do you want to get out of your website? They say, oh, we want leads, ultimately. Mm -hmm. And you say, okay, well, your website just talks about yourself. 
Mm-hmm. You don't talk about the end result people want to get. You don't, what's the offer? Well, our offer is X. Mm-hmm. Where is that on your website? Oh, it's not. Why is it, you know, how are you going to get leads if the one thing that you need to get leads is not on there? So that's yeah. basically where we've built, like for, for gyms and studios, Gym Engine because it is literally a plug-in for a business. And like Pure Bar, mm-hmm. you guys have uh, a great brand, um, a great corporate site. It's got hundreds of studios all there. But when it comes to the offer, the offer is tricky because you have to pitch them to Mind Body, which is great for managing your studio. Mm-hmm. It's not very good for converting like visitors into leads. Mm-hmm. And you know, ultimately, you've got to go through about four or five screens to get that person's name, email, all that information. Um, and so we wanted to make that really easy. So you go to one page, click one button, put in three pieces of information, hit submit, and that's it. Yeah. So try to make that making that process simple is, I think, extremely important. Yeah, I totally agree. I mean, because how many of us have been down the rabbit hole of seeing an ad, clicking through to it, and then it doesn't really take you where you thought it would, and then you're kind of clicking around, and then you get frustrated, and you're like, oh my God, why am I even here? I've kind of forgotten what I'm trying to be doing, and then you leave, and yeah. But I guess let's start at the top. I mean, why does paid social work, and I mean, why is it more effective than, say, other types of advertising, print ads, TV, whatever. I mean, let's talk a little bit about that and kind of move on from there. Okay, sure. I'll try, I don't want to go too deep, but, um, you know, you think about if you've been on Facebook for a while, uh, think back five, six years, you know, there's just a lot less noise. Business pages were in their infancy. Um, you, could, you saw a lot of what was going on with your friends, but now we're five years down the road and there's just so much information. And ultimately Facebook has had, and, and they've had this Cambridge Analytica data breach and all that stuff. And so they've had to really kind of second, they, at, at a really high level, Facebook's had to say, what do, we, what do we do? What are we here for? And it's a weird situation because how they make money is not really connected to people staying on the platform. Mm-hmm. So they're, but, and so you would think as, as somebody who, who pays money into Facebook, oh, I'm your customer, when in fact it's really the opposite. You're not their customer. You pay them money, but your cu- their customer is the users. Because yeah. if the users leave, then they have no business model. So to back all that up, um, you wouldn't like it very much if you logged on to Facebook and every single post you saw was an ad. True. Yeah. Um, think about the Sunday paper. You open up the Sunday paper and all the ads fall out. And that's great, but if it was yeah. but if it was like that every single like eh, it's kind of nice to see like you know some people I know buy the Sunday paper to get all the coupons and stuff. But if that was every day, you eventually you would just you would get them and you would just wouldn't even look at them, you would just chunk them in the trash. So ultimately what Facebook wants to do is they want to kind of find that right fit of paid ads because that's how they make money and organic content from friends and pages and things like that. So what becomes difficult for businesses is if you make a post on Facebook and you say, hey, we've got this free week offer, you post it, it's going to go to maybe 3% of your followers. So if you have a 1,000 followers, it's not very many people that are going to see it. So what you have to do is you have to have a way to amplify that message. And face, that's where Facebook ads comes in because what you actually are, are going to do is you have control. We have control over, and there's a lot of objectives and things like that. It's actually far more complicated than it was three years ago. But um, you can basically say, hey, Facebook, this is what I want to achieve. 
and they will help you get there. So you, you can then take an ad um, and then you can say, I want this geographical area, this type of, type of demographics. Um, you can take customer data, like you can say, here's our customer, our best customers, go find people that are like that. Mm -hmm. And it will use all the data that Facebook has um, to try to match those up. Now, again, they, they're not gonna tell you, oh, hey, here's the 2,000 people you should market to. That's, that's their information. Um, and the private, you know, privacy, they don't want that information to get out. Mm -hmm. um, so, so really, that's where they're trying to essentially help you find, you know, and I think the thing about Facebook, why is it better than maybe some of the other places? Right now, it's where all the attention is. That's true. Um, yeah, and I mean, that's where people yeah. hang out. That's where people, I mean, I, I don't remember the data, but it was just insane how much time the average you know, smartphone user spends on Facebook on, in a day. It's by far probably the most used application on a phone. I mean, it's got to be at least an hour for everyone, right? It I, was, mean, I think it was a lot more. I think it was like, like four hours. It was Whoa. crazy. That's insane. It was crazy. That's it, insane. It, it seemed crazy. I, it seemed yeah. really hot. But it makes, wow. it makes sense. I mean, that's, you know, there's a lot of just, you know, when you have a few minutes and you're standing in line at the drugstore, yeah. what do you do? You pull out yeah. your phone and you look at mm -hmm. Facebook. You know, it's... Um, I don't know what people who don't have Facebook do when, with their phone. Are they like, I guess Google or I don't know. Yeah. I that mean, I guess they talk to each other. Read the news. Yeah, read the news. Well, good. Well, I guess let's talk a little bit about why lead generation is important. And I think like a lot of studio owners, a lot of small business owners might not even understand the difference between generating leads versus just like having an advertisement because there is a huge difference. And I know that was something that I didn't really understand the difference until we started doing it. And then I was like, oh, wow, like, okay, that is literally the difference between having an awesome business versus having, like, you know, an okay business. And, like, I also just kind of want to talk about, like, how is lead generation different than running the ads and just hoping that people will respond to them? Like, this okay. is, like, a little bit more of an active, like, process. Yeah, I, I think... Um I think the way I would think about it, and typically when I talk to people who are familiar with Facebook ads, honestly in the last six months, everybody that we've onboarded has at some point run ads. Most people have boosted a post, mm -hmm. which is really the easiest way to do Facebook ads. The problem with it is it's not very sophisticated. The targeting's choices are very simple, um, and that's by design, because if they, if they opened it up and they said, here's 3,000 choices, you wouldn't make a choice. You'd just say, oh, this is too hard. So they want to make it really easy. Um, so I think that really the, the big change is that you have, to, you have to really decide what's the outcome that you want, mm -hmm. and, and then try to figure out if, if, it's, if you've properly set everything up. So let's say that you've got a post for today, and it's like, Hey, today's Thursday. You know, bring you know, bring your dog to work day or whatever. Bring your well, dog. Well, we to the do studio. actually have a dog in the studio right now. Deacon Hearn, my bulldog, is here with us. He has been relegated to the retail area with the door closed because He's not he, happy about it. he was panting so much that it seemed obscene to uh, included to in include that noise in. Uh, in the podcast, yeah, he's definitely uh, looking at us with a dist uh, taste in his in his expression. He's upset, 
But um, so think about that. So, yeah. so, you, so, you, so you post a picture of Deacon, and you're like, bring your dog to bring your dog to class day. Is your objective of that post to generate a lead? It's not. It's no, it's yeah. maybe community driven. It's maybe just let's do something fun. Let's do something different. You you know the the expectation out of that shouldn't be somebody to message you and say, hey, I'd like to try a free week because you haven't really yeah. talked about that. Yeah. So, so like the offer with the yes. ad is extremely important. Yes. I guess that's what you're saying. Like the um, you're not just posting and running an ad saying like my business exists. It's to get somebody to come Correct. in and then ultimately like make a purchase with you. Yeah, and that's really where our landing pages come in, where you would say, um, and you could still say, hey, you know, Deacon's having a great time today. Um, <laughs> you should come check out the fun here at, at you know Pure Bar Clemens or Pure Bar Winston Salem, and then you would have a link in that ad that would take them to that first week free page where they could put in their name email phone number and then join you know so that would be actually how you could shift from it being and again you don't want to do this all the time mm -hmm. you don't want to have every post that you have on your page be an ad because it just would be yeah you know it's just too much so but yeah. you do want to have you know a budget set aside to again amplify that message of you know, you're following us, you're seeing us, here's how you take the next step, here's our offer for you to come check us out. Mm -hmm. And um, you want to make that easy, uh, easy to do, so. Yeah, nice. Well, I definitely want to include Emily and Christina in this conversation too. I know we've just been talking with David for a little while because, uh, you know, as for the last two episodes, we've talked about how important it is to hire a great team. And I think like the second step after hiring a great team is having like a killer promotion and awesome advertising. Because if you don't have an existing team in place to execute on all these new people coming in and converting them into actual paid clients, then you're kind of, what's the point of even spending the money on the ads in the first place? And I guess I will start off by saying like, our offer that we have our ads for is a first week free. And I know um, some studios, some business owners don't wanna give away things um, in their business for free. We have found that this is literally the best way to get somebody to come in. It literally takes away any objection and it's only a week. So most people, if they come, three or more times we 100% know that they will buy something from us and not only just like a package which would be our intro offer for $99 but in the meantime they're buying they've probably bought at least three pairs of socks by then and possibly some clothing and they're just like really raring to go but yeah I definitely want to talk about how important it is to have like the actual plan in place that your employees can execute to bring in these new leads into your business and then convert them into paying clients. And like, I'd love to, for Emily and Christina, if you all could just talk about like what you do, how we reach out to them. Um, Cause it's not an automated process, like actual humans reach out to you. Actual <laughs> humans. Um, if you go, I've already said it once. I'm gonna do that again so that I don't say it. Actual reading humans reach out to you. So we, if you go back a couple episodes and listen to the one on customer service, we kind of touched yeah. on how important it was that 
some processes may maybe need to be automated and it, and it makes things a little bit easier, but how some of your strategies and your processes are gonna be better if they're not automated. So this is a good example of one that we individually take the time to reach out to every single Facebook lead that comes into the studio and we don't just email them once. We email them and then we call them and then we text them and then we start over until we get a reply and we get them signed up for class or they literally say, please stop contacting me, which <laughs> happens sometimes, rarely, but every now and then that has happened. So it is really important to us that we do that individually so that we get to know them. We can find out what their goals are. We can find out what brought them to Pure Bar. We can find out if they're nervous and help ease them into their first class or if they're really excited and um, we make a connection. So sometimes we've had people that we get signed up and then I say, oh, I'm going to be in that class. I can't wait to meet you. And they're looking for you when they come into class and they, they feel comfortable. They've met somebody. They know somebody that's going to be there. So it's been really important to us and it's been really effective for us to take each client individually and work to get them in the studio and talk to them on a one-on-one -on -one basis. I totally agree. Um, this is sort of Emily's, uh, what she is in charge of. Yeah, <laughs> I take them once they get into the intro line. But I would say it's so important that it becomes more personal and genuine from the leads we give out because you have one chance to make the first impression that they mm -hmm. will remember the whole time, and that's make or break. And we found that that genuine uh, contact with them and getting to know them more personally is so worth yeah, and the time spent. And the only other thing I would add to that quickly is if this is your job or you have somebody in your business doing this, I used to get really frustrated because some of these people take a really long time to get into the studio and that can be daunting and you can feel like you're like sending out these feelers and getting nothing. But we found that sometimes it really does take 10 times contacting them, but then they come into the studio. So I think it's really important to stick with it and keep contacting them. And sometimes like life just gets in the way or other things become a priority and they could still be interested in you. Stick with it, keep contacting them. And a lot of times you'll find that they get into the studio when they have the time. Yeah, I think like this actually kind of goes back to like a bunch of things that I want to talk about and that's kind of the concept of fast lane leads and slow lane leads and I do talk about that in my book uh, she's on her toes a, a little bit but like fast lane leads are these people that they're calling the studio they're coming in in person maybe even emailing you directly and like they're ready to go like they really don't need a sales pitch they are gonna buy right away and they're like all in and like moving fast hence the name fast lane leads and then there's slow lane leads which I mean are these people who they saw your ad on Facebook they clicked on it they entered their email address in maybe not even really sure like what was gonna happen if anything would happen and then you get back to them and they're like oh like you know like oh I'm not ready or like you know and, and then it just takes them a while and yeah it can be super Super frustrating especially for people like us that are completely impatient and just want everything to happen like two minutes later uh, but yeah it's important from like my perspective as the business owner that we don't really automate this we don't just send them generic like you know emails that you know everybody gets and are not personalized uh, we're not you know it's important to have a conversation with them because 
this is literally your first, their first impression of your business. And do you want that first impression to be that we are going to treat you like a number and that we don't really care about you and that we're just hoping that you'll come in and, you know, we're not going to personalize any part of your time or, you know, dollar spend with us? No, like that's not what you want. Like the whole point is to build like this strong community, customers for life. And like we talked about, I guess, yeah, in the customer service episode, you'll have to go back and listen to that one. When you have a client who comes to you asking what they can buy next, that is a completely different conversation and a completely different outcome than if you're trying to chase them down to buy the next package or to buy their next service. And of course you want them to approach you about asking what they can buy next because that means they are gonna buy something. (laughs) And like you don't even have to worry about it. So yeah, definitely important to have that plan in place. Don't just run an ad and just have like no plan on how to communicate with the people that respond to it. You've got to have some kind of process, some kind of, you know, idea of like how you want these people to, you know, see their like first impression of your business. Definitely. Yeah. And also we, uh, uh, this may be helpful. We track all of that because if you're not tracking it, then you can have kind of a misconception of what's really happening. So if we were doing all of these leads and not ever converting anybody to a client, we'd be concerned, right? Mm-hmm. Change it. Right. But if you track it, you can see, okay, we've converted. Look at all these people we've converted. Um, and you can kind of see where your money's going and notice exactly like why it's worth it. You'll see in, in front of you exactly what's happening. And that is really helpful. Totally. That's, like, awesome because I definitely want to talk about tracking and testing and measuring ads. And, like, you know, David has access when he's running the ads for us to all these different, like, analytics. And Facebook can tell us all kinds of different information about how the ads are performing on the Facebook platform. But, I mean, I did want to kind of bring up because this is unique for – this is we're not an online business. So we actually have a physical location. And we've talked about this, oh my gosh, really since we started working together like over a year and a half ago, is that what Facebook tracks on their platform might even be completely different than what we see in the studio. So like technically maybe we get like 25 leads, you know, in 15 days or something, but in the studio somehow we've managed to sell like 40 intro months or done or you know given out 40 free weeks to people and they have seen the ad and but they might not necessarily have clicked on it so like do you want can you talk to us a little bit about like why it's important to track not only like what's on Facebook but then also like what we're seeing in the studio yeah sure it's um it's it's definitely one of those things for local businesses it's definitely trickier than online businesses online businesses everything kind of comes through you can track everything that's what you know makes it quote unquote great because you can you can see all the analytics um, but you know at the end of the day what really matters is you know how many leads are we getting what are our conversion rates and you know what's the ROI yeah and the beautiful math. thing exactly <laughs> simple math but yes it is you know you want to but, but that's really what's going to give you clarity and i talk to a lot of people who have spent very you know thirty dollars a month or twenty dollars here and there, and 
you know, when you talk about saying, okay, we're gonna spend 10 to $20 to $30 a day, they all of a sudden look at you like, are you serious? Like that is a lot of money. And really it just comes down to not knowing the numbers. And if you, and, and it's very different, you know, the, the thing that's really awesome about Facebook ads is the more money you spend up to, a, to some point, um, the more leads you're gonna get. Um, you obviously have to do some things right to make that work, but it's it's again taking that message and it's and it's amplifying it. It's it's like you know opening it up to a bunch of different people, and so so what you want to do is is be able to track how many leads are you getting, you know what is how much money are you spending on the ads to get those leads, you know what is the cost per lead, and then you want to see for you guys how many of those people turn into first week free, how many of them show up. <laughs> to the studio to take class and then of those how many how many buy an intro month yeah and then you have that conversion rate and then pretty quickly because the intro month is the is the first thing that you're going to actually make revenue on so that's the first chance that you have to say okay if we get let's just say 10 leads and we get four of those leads to buy intro months well that's a 40 percent conversion rate so you could say well if we got 20 leads we would probably get eight. Mm -hmm. So then you can start back, you know, how much does it cost to get a lead? Well, if it costs $10 and you need to get 20 leads, it costs $200. So mm -hmm. you can back your way into that. And that's, that's actually how we work with a lot of people that say they have, you know, again, they, they have a gym that has a hundred members and they want 150 and they want to do it in a certain amount of time. You just set up the math, you look mm -hmm. at it and that becomes your goal. Um, that's the thing that I, I think I really love about paid advertising online, Facebook, Google, uh, and that sort of thing, because it is data driven. And it's it's you know you can you can see well, what's our past history and conversion rates, which I think the conversion rates are the most important thing, mm -hmm. you know, and that's where the team comes in to, to yeah. back to your last point, because if if you get a bunch of leads in and your conversion rates five percent. The only way to get more leads at a 5% conversion rate is to just keep buying more and more leads. Yeah. But if you can get, you know, again, continuously train your team, mm -hmm. um, you, you're talking to these people. This is a one reason why not to automate this process too much because each time you talk to a person, you get feedback. You find out what, at the end of the day, you want people, people are going to join and are going to stay clients for a long time if they're getting if they're, their goals and needs and things like that met. So if you can just, it's, it's not like you're, you're trying to find that out so that you can trick them into it. It's like, no, we just want to find out what you want so we can make yeah. sure that you're getting that. And yeah. if you're getting that, if you're getting what you want, then you'll continue to stay, stay with us. And so I think that's really, you know, trying to figure that piece out and know, okay, well, how many leads are we getting? And then how many are we getting to the next step? And then how many are we getting to the next step? And then you can start to look at that simple equation in terms of, well, what's our instant return on investment in the first 30 days? And then what's sort of the compounding return on investment over time? And I think those are the two big things. You don't want to, I, I don't get caught up in cost per click, cost per thousand, all these different things. I really pay attention to what does it cost us to get a lead? And then that helps us to figure out how much it's going to cost to turn that person into a client so on and so forth so yeah and definitely like when you're looking at cost per lead you kind of want to figure out also how much the lifetime average uh, value of your client is because if you're spending you know a hundred dollars a lead that might seem like a lot 
But if your client over that, you know, a year or three years or five years brings in, average clients bring in, you know, five to six thousand dollars, then sure, a hundred dollars is pretty reasonable to spend to acquire a client. Like if you are only selling like a very low dollar item initially, then perhaps, you know, you really need to keep that cost per client down or cost per lead down. But like in our case, like our average client in a year might spend probably twenty five hundred to like three thousand dollars just themselves. Now they are also likely to refer friends so I think like our best clients um, I've calculated out are probably worth close to like $20,000 over like a three-year period and that includes friend referrals and that kind of thing so yeah if I could you know whatever it takes to get a new client basically if that if they're going to be that awesome it, it makes sense for us to spend that. And of course, it's going to be a lot less on Facebook. So we're not. Right. Okay, well, I definitely want to talk about our current ad. It's actually a testimonial from a client, and it was all shot by one of our really talented teachers who is a videographer and storyteller, uh, Mallory Forsman. But yeah, I, I will link it. We'll, we'll, send, we'll put the link in the show notes so you can, watch the, you can watch the ad and the video and kind of see what it looks like. But I mean, it is literally our best one yet. And we've been at this for a year and a half, over a year and a half now. So, I mean, consistency in advertising is good, but this one is just like killing it. I mean, why do you think it's working? And can you talk a little bit about that? Because Mm -hmm. I'm sure people are interested in like a real life example of like what we're talking about. Yeah, sure. So just to give a brief idea it's a, the videos um, a testimonial video from from one of the clients she talks a little bit about her experience how she found it how she got involved basically she was vulnerable and said some of the things that she was not sure about yeah and I, I mean think it's super honest it is yeah and, and I think that that's you know the fact that it's a third party that it's mm-hmm. not you standing up there yeah. saying this is what you're gonna feel well, of course you're going to say that you own the business, you work at the business, like it's obvious. Um, even if, but even if you told her to say all these things, it's it's more authentic because it it comes from somebody else. And yeah. you know, even if you know, you can obviously tell she's not reading any of it. So no. you know, it's it's all it's all her, right? Yeah. yeah. So um, you know, I think that I think it just it works really well. It's got really great energy. So she's mm-hmm. really you can tell she's really passionate about it. She's excited about yeah. it. And I mean, let's just be honest, like what you guys do is a hobby for people and it's something they enjoy doing. Mm -hmm. Um, Not a knock on like CPAs, but most people don't like get super excited about going to their CPA and they're probably, (laughs) the testimonial for their CPA is probably not going to be quite as energetic. I really like my CPA. He's actually saved me a lot of money. So (laughs) I'll give him a referral every day of the week. You know, I think it just, when you think about it, and you, and you just kind of have to, it, I think it's hard when you when you own a business and you, you think back to when you, you know, I know we've talked about this, like, you know, how did you become an owner? Well, I took class at this one place, and it was like, you think back to your first experience and what it was like and how far you've come and, and, and all that, but you think back to that moment where you were, where somebody invited you or you're like, I'm just going to go do this. And so you almost have to get into that mindset and I think it the video does a really good job of capturing that moment of fear that moment of like in fitness industry a lot of what happens when you get a lead is the internal struggle of that person saying I'm not good enough I don't think I can do this 
I'm, I want to do this, but I'm not sure. I don't want to be embarrassed. You know, there's, especially in group fitness, I mean, you can go join a large gym and you can just put your earbuds in and just kind of blend in. Mm -hmm. But when you come to a place like Pure Bar or some type of yoga or something like that, you know, you're, you're there. People are going to walk up to you and they're going to say, hey, or, or you don't know what it's going to be like. And so there's that fear of what happens after this. So I think she does a really good job of saying, like, I was scared, but I did it, and this is incredible. And you can see it's changed her life, and, and it, so it just does a really good job of sort of showing the before and after. It's, I think the, the thing, it's, I think we've done a good job of using a lot of the corporate stuff from, from um, Pure Bar, and I think it's fantastic. Like, mm -hmm. it's, they're incredible videos and, and photography. Most businesses would kill for that type yeah. of <laughs> of course, like we wish there were more, but in, Always. The, in the grand scheme of things, like we're, yeah, we've been able to do a lot with what we've got. Yeah. So, yeah. But I think to, to what we've branded, it's just a, it's just a little different. It's just something a little different. I just think it, it you, you have these people that see the same stuff over and over and then all of a sudden, you know, they're, they've seen the value, but there's still something holding them back. Mm -hmm. And I think it's really interesting. As soon as we turn that on, like the first few days, it was just boom, 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 yeah. just lead after lead after lead after lead. And to me, it's really interesting because I think it hits on last step that that person has to take. And that last bit of doubt that you have to get out of their head for 30 seconds for them to fill in their name, email, and phone number. I guarantee you half of them that hit submit probably went, oh crap, what did I just do? <laughs> what have I got myself into? And then that's where, again, not having this automated process, okay, they'll show up for class. Mm -hmm. That's where you're reaching out to them, you're talking to them, you're finding out what, what made you want to try Pure Bar. Mm -hmm. and, they're, and they're telling you, well, you know, I've got a friend who did it or does it or they live mm -hmm. in another city, whatever that is. And you're starting to gather that information on why that person's even coming here. I mean, I know for a fact, just talking to gym owners, there's a pretty decent number of people who join gyms because they just, they move to a new city. They don't know anybody. They're just looking for friendships. Yeah, They're looking yeah, for a place to go and not sit the in their apartment or house yeah. by themselves. Mm -hmm. And then maybe that turns into they're healthier or whatever that might be. But there, there's so many different reasons why people, people join um, a gym in general that I think it's it's hard to say, but I, I just think the ad does a really good job of just being human. Mm -hmm. so. Yeah, I mean, do you want to get into like the more of the details about like cost per lead and kind of like how we it's, can talk about that? Yeah, let's do it. So, I mean, we don't have anything to hide. Yeah, so <laughs> the, this one has been really crazy, and and so the way we look at the way we look at when we do lead generation for local um, businesses, but local gyms in general, is that things kind of cycle through. And what we found is that there are people in the marketplace that will do Facebook ads management. I'm using my quote fingers here. So they'll, <laughs> Your sarcasm yes. quotes. <laughs> so they do Facebook ad management. What does that mean? Well, that means um, they basically turn on an ad for you and let it run. And what happens is that it's just like seeing a billboard on the highway. The first time you see it, you're like, oh, what is that? And then you see it the next day, and then 10 days later, you don't even see it anymore. Yeah, that's and then it so stays true. up for nine months, and you don't yeah, you, you notice it for attention. three days. And then yeah. that's, why, that's why the billboard companies are going to these digital signs, because what? They can change out the creative. So it's kind of the same thought process, is that most of these ads will work for a little while, and then again, you're, you've got the same 20,000 people maybe that are seeing this, that, and, and they're not seeing it you know, all at once. But throughout maybe the course of the month, you're seeing you've 10 to 20,000 people who are seeing this ad. Well, eventually it's going to kind of, they're either going to take action or they're not. Now again, 
today they're feeling great. You know, they go to the doctor next week for a physical and they're like, you need to lose some weight. And you're like, oh, crap, I got to do something. <laughs> so then they start looking and then all of a sudden, you, you're, you know, because you're kind of being omnipresent with your ads and you're staying top of mind, there you go, it happens. So, um, so what, what happens is usually we start out and the ads are less expensive and then they start kind of creeping up to a point where we start, you know, we need to change, change out the creative, change out the message. If you don't do anything to it, eventually it'll probably just stop. Like it'll uh, stop working, yeah. you'll just keep running money through it, and you won't get anything. And that's where I, I think a lot of people that I talk to that have run Facebook ads in the past said, oh, we did it and it didn't work. Well, it probably worked for two weeks and then nobody ever changed it, and mm -hmm. so it just quit working for the next 12 weeks. So that's the big thing is it's like a garden. You have to, you have to water it, you have to take the weeds out, you have to tend to it. So um, what's been really interesting with this ad, and what would be really interesting to know is if, we had, if this was the first ad we ever ran in this market, what would it have done? I, I mean, there's no way to know, but yeah. um, I think we've been over 16 months building up Pure Bar yeah. in this area, yeah, that's and then true. I think we hit them with ad that was just really the right message, mm -hmm. the right human, you know, humanness to it. That like right as it's getting to be pool season, <laughs> and, we, and we don't even talk about that, right? It's yeah, not like no. we're like, hey, get a, you know, I think yeah. that's we see a lot but of that. But I will like, say, hey, get that beach body ready. That, like, yeah, oh, I will like, say that our client in the video looks amazing. Yeah, like she, awesome. yeah, that she, doesn't hurt. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Which is the other thing with Facebook ads, you know, they don't want you to log into Facebook and feel bad about yourself because no. what are you going to do if, yeah. if every time you log on to Facebook, if you felt bad about yourself, you would eventually stop logging on yeah. Facebook. And so, you know, you can't use words like your, like, yeah. hey, do you feel this way? Do you feel that way? Those ads will not, they, you won't even get them approved. And so I think really that, again, the ad was a, it was a good mix of, of all those things to the point where a lot we, we really want to get leads from you know twenty five dollars a lead and lower. Mm -hmm. um, once it starts to get out of that, the ROI in terms of the cost per lead and then you know how many are you going to turn into customers starts to get a little bit difficult to make a profit on. So that's you know we want to kind of keep it in those confines. So what's really interesting is in the last week, little mm -hmm. maybe maybe even less than a week. Uh, yeah, exactly. we've really it's only been running the ad for I think like, six days, maybe. Yeah, I think ten days. Total. Maybe it's ten. Okay. Yeah. So in that time, we've spent about I think seventy-five dollars and gotten twenty-three leads. So it's like three something a lead. Yeah, that's pretty good. It's crazy. Yeah. So, you know, again, I think it's one of those sort of. It's not going to just be like that all the time, mm -hmm. but you sort of have to take the good time with the. Yeah. I'm not going to yeah. say bad time because. I think bad times are we don't have any leads coming in. Those are the bad times, yeah. right? So we, we don't really experience much of that. You might have a bad week. That's the idea is you want to keep an eye on it so that you can change that. When things start to fizzle out, you need to make mm -hmm. some changes. And I think really the, just the big thing is, is trying to get the right message in front of them, uh, in front of people, and realize that people join for different reasons and you want to hit on those different reasons. You don't want to do it all in one ad. Um, and you want to be able to kind of mix those things up. So. Mm -hmm. so like Emily and Christina, I mean, when you have been reaching out to these leads that have come in, and of course it's literally just been like a few days, like do you notice a difference in the eagerness or the, I guess, response rate in these people? Are they, yeah, I'd love to hear a little bit about that. Yeah, I didn't want to interrupt, but <laughs> it's, it's so funny that... You're we, like, but I will. Yeah. <laughs> it's funny that we're talking about this because I'm thinking back to all of our contact 
And we don't have a great contact uh, responsiveness from email, but we do have a great uh, response rate from the from t just phone calls and texts. And we've actually been getting contact from people within the first contact this week. That's awesome. So in the past, like typically, it really does take like three contacts. That's kind of what I've seen. If if you're if they're gonna come in, it probably takes you contacting them at least three times, and then we get them in the door. But it's been once. Um, so I don't know, like, it just seems that maybe the target client is mm -hmm. more ready, more willing, or maybe it's because that, um, that testimony kind of takes away their excuse or it hits yeah. on all those things yeah. that they, that maybe would have prevented them from coming in, mm -hmm. um, in the past. So we've really seen like a much better response rate and a more immediate yeah, love yeah. it. I remember last week, I think we wrapped up the last podcast, and Emily... My phone was her, just going yeah. crazy. Literally, I think there were over 10. No, really. We, yeah, I was having like 10 conversations. Yeah. Normally, there are probably three or five going at a time, yeah. maybe, and then it was just crazy. Yeah, I spent, I spent all night. I will be collecting overtime next week. I was on the phone the whole time. Uh, we're going to have to talk about that. <laughs> It's been really good. It's just nice to be able to send out one contact and start the conversation right away. I think that's a really good point because I think a lot of times, too, um, think people want to, quote, unquote, hire a marketing company to, to do this for them. Yeah. And they see it as an easy button. And here you're saying sometimes it takes 10 times to get in contact with someone. And I, you know, I think a lot of times as a business, you think, okay, well, they, they filled out a form. They want to come try a class. It should be easy to get in contact with them, and if you know, you, you have to take for granted that you know they're they have kids that have to go to school, or they you know they're going, they've got a business trip that they've got to go to. You know, they got to leave Thursday, and then they're going to be back Saturday, and then they've got to meet. You know, they got all this stuff going on in life. You just caught them at that moment where they're like, "I'm going to if I'm not going, mm -hmm. I got to do this now before I forget about it," and then they may be gone for a week. And so I think that just because we get the person's information doesn't mean that they're just going to come in. And I think that yeah. that's the yeah. big thing that a lot of people miss is that, oh, well, let's just automate the whole thing. You know, and I think that's kind of the thought process with mind body is that can you audit, can somebody like sign up for a free week and come right on in? Yeah. Sure. Will they? Probably not. Right. Yeah. So how much is your conversion rate going to go down by not having that team be able to follow up and follow up and follow up? And then probably by the time you get them on the 10th trial, they're probably like, I can't believe you guys are still calling me. You must really want yeah. me to come. And sometimes yeah. they apologize. I'm, like, yeah. I'm so sorry. I'm like, no, it's fine. I mean, literally, they're apologizing for not responding to you. <laughs> I mean, they because it's it, you're right. They they want to come. They know they want to come. But sometimes, like, just it gets things get in the way. And if we were to just stop reaching out to them, what are the chances that they're going to pick back up? And those fast lane people, maybe they call you, but everybody else is just going to, you're going to fall out of their mind and they're going to move on to something else. So by staying on top of it, um, you really let them know that you're interested in them. You want to make this work for them and you're here for them whenever they're ready. Yeah. Right. And even I just have noticed we have some, it's that time of year where we have students from out of town coming in and then a lot of people coming in from out of town just for a one-time visit or an out of town week. And it's amazing how everyone feels so grateful when you reach out to them and just say, hey, even though we know they're just there for one class or two for a week and they're leaving, like we had a client from Hawaii come in a week or so or a couple days ago. And she was just so blown away by us 
reaching out to her and actually it not being automated mm-hmm. and yeah. knowing about her. I mean, yeah, I mean, it just shows the client that you're not going to give up on them, even if they may have given up on themselves. Great and point. I mean, that's like what kind of, that's like an amazing impression in my opinion. So. That's essentially what they're buying is for yeah. somebody to help them get to where they want to be. Yeah. I mean, it's you know that's I, I've seen that in my own life. I mean, I've belonged to gyms and you you know you go for a few days, you get out of routine, nobody's calling on you, checking on you, or anything like that. And so it's really easy to just talk yourself out of going to the gym yeah. and then eventually just canceling your membership. I look at it from like what you guys do is that they really need you guys and the fact that you follow up with them mm-hmm. ten times. You know, it to me it just shows that you really care, and when it, when you really care, it makes the whole process really easy because they're just you know they they come in and they're they put in the work. Mm-hmm. You're going to help them. They can ask you questions. You know, it's just really one of those things where you just find out what people want and just try to deliver that. And yeah. again, it's hard to do that when it's automated. I mean, how much information yeah. do you get when you you don't get any? There people don't yeah, email you, you back and like, give you a lot of yeah, general free feedback. Yeah, you get like zero feedback. touch points. Ask. You have no information on what's working, what's not working. And yeah, Newsflash America, it is not optional to be healthy anymore. <laughs> like, We're in trouble. Like, like, if you want to live a fulfilled life uh, doing all the things that you want to do, and we all have all kinds of crazy bucket lists, right? Like from super active things like climbing mountains to skydiving to, you know, all kinds of crazy things, amazing trips. Like, how are you going to do that if you aren't taking care of yourself? And like, how are you going to get all that in like we are more busy than ever and that is just one more reason to make working out and living healthy and being part of a health and fitness community like a number one priority yeah maybe even above your relationships with your family and friends (laughs) I'm just kidding you can find new ones here (laughs) (laughs) but once your health goes yeah you're kind of like that's one domino that knocks everything else down if you don't have good health it changes everything so I think it's super important and that's one of the things I love working with gyms is that I'm not actually training people but I'm helping gyms reach more people and change so it's like a ripple effect it's not direct but it's yeah for the record, David does CrossFit, yeah. so we haven't gotten him into the studio yet, but maybe he'll come in. Maybe he'll come in at some point. But should like, probably keep that a podcast, and not like a video. Nice, nice. Well, I did want to talk a little bit about your new product, Gym Engine, which is what we use to create like our landing page and our kind of like lead generation, the ad, and and all that stuff. And you have kind of taken all the aspects of like what we've learned over the last year and a half and tried to make it a little bit more user-friendly for you know other gyms to take advantage of can you just like tell people what that is because you've mentioned it a few times I just want to make sure everybody knows what gym yeah, engine is <laughs> sure yeah absolutely so I you know I'm also a car guy which um is obviously where the engine part comes so okay. it's kind of put those two together and <laughs> yeah. it's pretty easy but um you know, one of the things I, I really love doing is um, I've got a 96 Mustang, and I love bolting on parts, exhausts, different things like that, and it just makes the car more fun, more unique, and that sort of thing. And so, you know, it, it made me think. I look at a lot of businesses that have websites or, or whatever, and um, they want leads, they, but they have this info site. 
And so what's, you know, what's, they, they really have two options. Do they rebuild the whole thing? And so it's like, you know, if I want to make my car faster or more powerful, then I've got basically two choices to pull the engine and rebuild it, re put a new one in there, mm -hmm. um, or I can just bolt on some, some items and make it faster, more powerful. So that's kind of the way I see Gem Engine. And, you know, most people want leads, but they don't want to go through the whole process of like building an entire website, doing all this SEO stuff. It's going to take, you know, six to nine months, if, if that. And it's just a lot of work. And so really the easiest thing to do would be just to come and like bolt something onto the side of their business that will just bring leads into it. Mm -hmm. And so at a very high level, that's what Gem Engine is. It's taking what you've already got and just bolting on lead generation. So you're doing Facebook posts, Instagram, mm -hmm. um, Instagram stories, Facebook lives, all that stuff. And then you add the lead generation piece into it. And now you've got a place to drive these people and put them through a simple process so that it'll give you their name, email, and phone number. And so, you know, we do that essentially by managing Facebook ads, landing page. Um, we've got a few software, um, a few pieces of software that we connect it all together. And like I say, it's literally like you've got a business that needs more leads. And instead of rebuilding the whole thing, we just come and bolt Gem Engine onto the side mm -hmm. and manage that for you. And this is really perfect, especially if you, well, for anyone, if you are an existing business owner with a website that would be difficult for you to kind of add on to to create a lead generation page, but also for a, you know us franchisees that are required to use yep. a page that we have no control over because the franchisor is the one making those changes and owning that. I mean, I'm not going to say like we're getting around it, but it's nice because, you know, we can, you know, still, you know, you know, bring clients to our corporate page and they can still sign up for class and do all of those things and kind of learn about where we are and our location and class schedule and all that. But then, yeah, if we're bringing them through the ads to that page, then we don't even know who is, you know, clicking through on those ads because there's no way to capture who they are. There's no way to retarget them if they didn't, you know, click through and actually give you their contact information. Um, that's, you know, all those retargeting ads are super important with mm -hmm. that Facebook pixel that, like, everyone talks about, but I don't even still understand what it is exactly. But, I don't um, want to get too deep into that. Yeah, yeah <laughs> David knows what it is, so don't you worry, don't about, worry it. about it. Yeah, he, but it really yeah. is amazing. Like, once you find, like, the right formula for the ads that you're running, I mean, you can almost be guaranteed at least one or multiple contacts in a day like over as long as you're running the ads. So, I mean, it, we've definitely had, you know, heavier months and leaner months where, you know, certain like times of the year we're getting maybe like five contacts a day or five leads a day. Uh, sometimes in a leaner months, it's more like one a day or one every other, other day or whatever. But still, that's better than nothing. I mean, you're, you're not doing, you're not going out and, you know, hitting the pavement, <laughs> finding them, they're coming to you. So super efficient way of finding additional people to bring in because we all know it's a numbers game right like mm -hmm. you've got to bring in more people than drop off every month hopefully nobody drops off but of course some people move some people you know have life events that they need to stop working out or they get hurt or sick or whatever but yeah you've got to definitely be always growing and never deleting or depleting if you will yeah, yeah. awesome well yeah I mean I guess 
Of course, like we use David for our ads. I mean, you are available. Like you can, if somebody wanted to reach out to you and hire you, like how would they do that? And how do you, like how do you set that up? Yeah, um, so we'll, uh, I guess we'll probably have a link in the in Yeah, the, the yeah, this will, notes, we'll so. definitely include all of David's info in the show notes as well as that video testimonial. So you'll want to go to www.she'sonhertoes.com to check that out. Uh, this is episode nine, and um, you'll definitely want to look for that in the blog and get those show notes, get those links. But um, why don't you just cool. tell everyone now? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Basically, for us, it, it really um, it, it really starts with what we call a membership marketing audit, and that's really where we're going to look at your business, look at where you are, look at where your goals are for the next three to six months, and then really what what the business would look like if it was done. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and so you, sort of like initial goals and then big goals, mm-hmm. and then we like to see what what have you been doing, what got you to where you are. Um, we hear a lot of you know referrals, organic, you know just people bringing friends, things like that, and then most people will get to like a natural level, and it just is they'll get two or three people and they'll lose two or three people. Yeah. You kind of get flat and you stay flat for a while. And that's really a great place to be for us to start talking because it's usually a pretty good indicator that they're not doing anything to get their message out to any more people. So, you know, you've got a room of 500 people that know about you, maybe an email list and that sort of thing. And just keep talking to those 500 people and you keep saying the same thing over and over again. And you kind of max out what you're going to get out of that. So that's where you've got to use Facebook ads to amplify that message. So we really just want to find out um, kind of where you are, where you're trying to get to, and, and, and see. And typically that is a great place to start just because it, it's, it gives us some, some ideas of, you know, sometimes people say, oh, I want to, you know, I'm at 100, I want to be at 300 in six months. Okay, let's talk about your team, let's talk about everything else because... You, know, you start doing the math, and you're like, "That's this is how that's many leads this That's a lot of leads. Like that's like yeah. thousands gotta, of names you're gonna have to bring in. Oh, by the way, you gotta yes. call them ten times to get yeah, them. To yes. Get them in yes. So, you know, it's it's sometimes it's kind of backing down the expectations that you can grow as fast. And I think depending, like when you get started, a lot of times you can go from zero to sixty or seventy or whatever really quickly, and then you kind of hit that number, and then that's where it starts to become okay. How do we? How do we do this in a more predictable fashion? Mm-hmm. Um, so, really, it's just kind of having a good conversation and seeing if it's something that we can help with. And if, if we're a fit to help, then uh, then yeah, great. We'll just we'll help out. Nice, I love it. Well, good. We'll, we'll include all David's contact information in the show notes. Uh, again, that website is www.she'sonhertoes.com. Just click on blog podcast, and you will get to those show notes for episode nine right away. I want to thank everyone for listening. This was awesome. David, thank you for being our first guest. And again, thanks Emily and Christina. As always, they are here and we're talking about how to run a successful fitness studio. But of course, all of the information that we talk about really is applicable to any business or even maybe if you're working in a big corporation. So don't think that what we're
we're talking about has nothing to do with you and your current employment situation. So we'd love to have you back. And please go to download the podcast on Apple Podcasts and iTunes, as well as leave a review. We're only looking for five-star reviews here, people. So if you are thinking about leaving three or four stars or one, just forget about it. We don't want it. But uh, no, we'll, uh, we'd love to hear your feedback and, and any comments you have, because it will only help us get better and reach a broader audience and you know just help you out more in your business because that's our goal here is to pass on what is working for us and hoping that it will work for you too and that you can take that information and help make your business just a little better so thanks so much we will see you next week
Oh, oh.